straight up, I want to ask you, and I want you to be really honest with me about this. I'm like, nervous. Keep it real. Okay. Are you the hardest working woman in podcasting? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I might be, shoot. I, I be out here doing my thing, so you, you know me. I be out here trapping. You I be, be trapping, trapping in these podcast streets. <laughs> Microphone check. Does my mic sound nice? Uh. Yes, it does. Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time, where we change the narrative by changing the perspective. I'm Jared Dam, and it's about damn time to have another conversation that changes the way you think and perceive things. The only question is, are you ready? Okay, before we get started with the show, just want to remind each and every one of you that February is Black History Month. Duh, Jared, I know you. everyone knows that it's Black History Month, but it's a good segue for my good friends at Blacktivities, the Blacktivities podcast, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has just started season two. Last week, last Thursday, was their first episode when they talked about the history of Black History Month. I'm not going to lie to you. I learned a lot. I don't want to spoil some stuff for you, but you will learn something that you did not know. I guarantee it. And this week, their second episode is going to be called, Are You Black Enough? They'll be talking about how the black community tries to measure blackness using certain personality traits and personal experiences. Somebody who can relate to this is me. I have been told sometimes that I'm not black enough. I know other people have been told that. So if you've ever felt this way, or if you ever said this, this is the episode for you to learn something or and for people like me to feel seen and heard. Thank you, Blacktivities. I love what y'all are doing out there, but make sure you listen to this show available on all podcasting platforms. After you listen to this show, it's about damn time. So without any further ado, <laughs> let's get into it. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time. I'm Jared Dam. And I am here with, as y'all heard, the hardest working woman in podcasting right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just talking to the, the founder of the Black Pod Collective, a global digital community for Black audio creatives. Also, the founder of the Black Pod Festival, an annual podcast conference where Black audio um, creatives can come together, network, and learn. Um, a 2000 22 damn award nominee for industry is shady it needs to be taken over award um i don't even know if you knew you were nominated for that but yeah you were not yeah who yeah. nominated me for me that? i nominated you for that congratulations <laughs> to the, on that and did i um, win or was i only nominated i mean you, you, you just got edged out like you just got edged oh. out um, but you know there's always this year because you you already proclaimed that 2023 is a whole new year so i feel like I lost some points already. Um, wow. I don't know how you doing. How's it, how's it going? Hey. 
Um, he also forgot to say I'm also the founder, um, creative director, producer of Adode Media, a full service podcast production agency and a company studio here in Atlanta, Georgia, right across from Lennox Mall in Buckhead. We have three different studios that are fully sound treated and have all of your audio and video needs in one stop shop. My creative team can help you bring your next podcast or take your podcast to that next level. So just come on over and let's see how we can help you. I fucking love talking to podcasters. Like I, I like I think I think talking to podcasters on my podcast is like one of the most favorite <laughs> things for me. Like you you know because you're a podcaster, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're talking to somebody who is not a podcaster, you, you gotta come up with like a list of questions. You gotta figure out if they're gonna talk a lot, they're gonna talk a little bit. You don't know what's gonna happen. Podcasters, I got I got like five or six questions and we're gonna have a conversation. I know what's gonna flow. Make it do what it do. Shoot. See, that's what we're here for. And see, I want to give you a good show. I want you to. I want you to walk away and be like, "Damn, that's that's the content I've been needing. That's what I'm here for." So Honor, use me. Honor the the moment that you hit um, on and and got on this application. You 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 in, made it a a good show. So oh okay yeah yeah. Um, I hope I'm getting brownie points because sometimes um, you know you be yelling at me. Um, and I just want to make sure that these are, he's not speaking facts. These are not true. I do not (laughs) yell at people. I am a kind hearted soul and. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you do have, we, we have, we, we did notice that we have, you have three brands, very hardworking. Um, I guess my first thing out on the gate, how the fuck do you do it? Because that's, this is a lot. This is a lot. And then. And and I, I'm going to go above and beyond and tell y'all something else when it comes to the collective and when it comes to the podcast festival. I don't be talking her shit, but she don't talk enough shit because she because a lot of things route and channel through her. Um, and I know you be fighting so hard for your work life balance, and we're gonna talk about that uh, <laughs> later on down the line. But how in the hell are you doing all this right now? Um, if I'm being completely honest. I don't know, you know, like I do not know. It's the number one question I get all the time. And quite frankly, I, I always tell people I rely on God a lot. Um, if you know nothing else about me, know that I'm a Christian first and foremost. And I, my prayer life is, is very important for my sanity. Uh, I can say in the last part of 2022, I started creating more balance and more structure in the past, I have a tendency to go after everything like a freaking wrecking ball. So like I just go for it with reckless abandonment without thinking of my body, my mental health, about myself. Um, I'm so big on one, wanting what's best for our community mm-hmm. that I think I, I fail to realize that I'm only one person and I can only do but so much. And um, I don't know if it's Jill Scott or who says this, but... You know, at the end of the day, I started recognizing that I could literally give people the shirt off my back and it still wouldn't be enough. Mm-hmm. And I want to say it's in opening the studio that I started recognizing that, oh, even in everything I've done, people were not happy for me when I opened the studio. They felt like, oh, so you just out here to get yourself a bag and so on and so forth. And so I can say as of recently, how I do this is I, I sector things off. You know, Adobe Media is what pays my bills. It is... um 
it's what I find like my passion in and what I enjoy. I also have a team in Adode Media, so I have no choice but to make sure I show up in excellence for my team mm-hmm. because there's other people who are relying on me to make sure that they can pay their bills and so on and so forth. And so with that in mind, a lot of my focus is on that side of the house. Yeah. And two days a week is focused on Black Pot Collective and Black Pod Festival. Um, so I had to start kind of splitting it that way versus in the past, it was like 24-7, like, okay, today we're doing this, today we're doing that in the studio. And, th- and it's like, oh, God, wait a minute. When do I sleep? Oh, wait, I'm not right. sleeping. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I, you know, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. And I think one of the reasons when I when I first, um, you know, had had a chance to connect with you, I saw a lot of myself, do, you know, in you doing that same thing. And so as you've been learning Hopefully, I, hopefully, I won't be too hard headed, and I can learn myself because struggle real out here. You know, you, especially when you're trying to do it all yourself, and, and I don't really do well with teams. And we'll, we'll talk about that. But oh Lord, okay. I know, I know, it's a struggle. But I like that you brought up the la- the latter part of 2022 and how you d- you decided that you was going to start putting a little bit more structure on things. Um, you, it's no secret that after the podcast festival, the first annual one, which was a hit, I loved it. Which is third? Long. It was the third annual. It's okay. It was third. the first in person, but first in person. I'm sorry, first in person, um, which I love, and I'm, I'm very excited to be um, be going uh, this year. Um, there was no secret that you that you felt burnt out, like completely, like um, after the fact. You 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 know you talked about it um, on podcasts. You talked about it on interviews. You talked about it on your social media. So. Um, I guess first, what what does burnout mean to you? Like how how were you exactly feeling during that time frame? Oh, how was I feeling at that time? Honestly speaking, um, I just lack the desire to create. I lack the co- desire to connect with people. If I'm being honest, I really wanted to shut all of it down. Like I wanted to shut down Black Pod Collective, Black Pod Festival, not a dote, um, but you have to keep in mind, I don't pay myself anything mm-hmm. from Black Pod Collective or Black Pod Festival. Right. Um, in the four years that it has existed, I have not made a profit. Um, some people would look at that as in like, well, doesn't that mean it's failing? No, because I've always invested the money back into the collective. Um, I tell people all the time, I didn't create this for me. I didn't create this to make money. And so with that in mind, after three years of doing something and spending so much time on it, and really, it's not a benefit to me. Like, let me be very clear. I have surpassed the point where I need Black Pot Collective. Mm-hmm. I initially started it with the intention of connecting with other people to learn from and everything else. A lot of those people who I first encountered are not podcasting anymore. They've burnt out. And so I've learned a lot on my own, not through the collective, because most people don't join and then seek to teach me anything. Most people join to take. That's just the truth of it. Um, They see me as a resource and it's changed the dynamics as of the collective. Like initially when I first started it, people were coming together to learn from each other. Now a lot more people join to learn from me um, versus from each other. And so with all of that in mind, it can be exhausting to feel like people just show up to take, 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 take. And I had nothing else to give. And after the conference, the amount of people who were like, what's next? And I low key wanted to murder them. <laughs> 
because <laughs> what do you mean what's next? This was not enough. Or the people doing Instagram lives, um, which I know is like a norm to do like, you know, a recap and a synopsis of your experience. But seeing some of those recaps of like, oh, I wish they had um, video. And I'm like, I would low-key go and look at some of these people and the tickets that they bought. You got a free ticket and you wish they had video? Or you you paid the lowest tier of ticket and you wish we had video? What difference would have been made? You paid the lowest tier. You know, so like seeing some of that stuff where it's like, it costs $75,000 to do that conference. I didn't make any money off of that. Not a dime. And I think we talked about it leading up to the conference. It was $25,000 for video. Mm -hmm. And so hearing somebody say, like, I wish they did this or I wish they did that. And it just is like, huh, I could really give my all and it's still not enough. Like, my, I genuinely, my ball patch is still just growing back. Like, let me be clear. I had a ball patch in the back of my head, and it's just now growing back. Like, and that's the thing. Like, I gave up my hair. I lost, like, 50. I gained 50 pounds. I wish I lost some weight. Goddamn. Um, and all of these things, and to see people still not, it was still not enough. Or I decided I needed to take a break, and people were leaving the collective because they're like, what do you mean you're taking a break? And it's like. Damn, right. I just right. gave y'all a whole conference and this is how you feel? Yeah. And so for me, it just was like, I don't do this for me. I don't have to teach anybody anything. I don't actually have to do any of this. And that was where burnout was kicking in for me because the fact that that's not me. Like, that's never been me. Like, I'm very much so a person who I really want the best for our community. And so I knew I needed to take a step back. I knew that, you are this, this feelings that you're feeling. These are, that's not you. You don't, I didn't have a desire to like meet up with people. Like after the conference folks was like, Oh, you know, I'll be in Atlanta at this time. I want to link up with you. And I was like, to do what? <laughs> what you want? Like, well, why are we linking up? I am tired, you know? And so for me, that's what burnout looked like. I was tired of people. I was tired of creating, like, I just, I didn't have it in me anymore. Like, and just looking at my business, like Adobe Media is my business. And we weren't flourishing at that time because I was giving so much to Black Pod Collective and Black Pod Festival. And to see how people still, it still wasn't enough. It was just like, dang, my business could be further along and it's not because I'm giving all I have. Mm -hmm. And it's still not enough. So for me, it just, it felt like, it felt like I had given three and a half years of my life to people who didn't actually care about me mm -hmm. and recognizing that I built this community that I thought we cared about each other. We wanted to see each other win. And then it felt like that wasn't the case. Right. And it led to a space of like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And I spent the last several months working through that. If I'm being completely honest. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, everything that you're saying, it kind of, it kind of goes in line with like, um, cause you know, I did a little research beforehand, you know, definition of, of burnout, but I wanted to hear your, what you thought about it first and just kind of aligns in it. Um, burnout is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive or prolonged stress. Uh, it occurs when people were feeling overwhelmed, emotionally drained and unable to meet constant demands. And you nailed it. Like, 
I think for for you in that regard, the price of success was the demand for more because you because everything that you had did up until that point, you knocked it out of the park. Like I I was I was very new to the whole you know in the whole podcast thing as far as interacting with other podcasts as far as conferences goes and everything. So um, the Black Pod Collective, the Black Pod Festival was my first experience with that, and so. <laughs> I don't smile. So yeah, you you, you, you pop my chair. So, the, but the th- the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, you were my first experience of that. And so when I, when I see that, um, you know, the lives and see that you know you got a committee that's 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 caring and, and, y'all, and y'all are working hard and, and and just knowing how you know you you could tell you could tell when a person really care and passionate about something. You know, just by listening to them talk, and you could you could you could hear that. You can hear, oh, we about to go on tour. We have to go to this city and that city. It was a lot that you were doing, and even watching you during that conference, you were pulled in every direction. But it was also because people just gravitate towards you. And I know you like to be behind the scenes. I know that you're an introvert and I know you like to sit there and, and, and give, give out your little, your, your energy when you give out your energy and then go and hide into a hole. But when you're right there and you that exposed nerve that everybody is seeing you and everybody wants a piece of honor. I mean, we were waiting in the lunchroom for you. Like <laughs> after day one and you dropped out those jewels, we were like, I'm a little late today. Um, not honestly. I, it wasn't on the schedule. I could have not come. Shoot, I should have stayed my butt in my own little corner. You, you could have. You could have. But 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 that that I think I think that's also a part of burnout. Just you know being a you know a victim of your own success and 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 then that constant demand for more. And when you're a giver, much like you are, much like I am. You don't really, you know, initially draw great boundaries, and then all of a sudden, you 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 fucked. And so, so tell me a little bit about after once you realize you're in that burnout. So you 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 burnt out. I know at that point in time, you 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 were scheduled to take a month hiatus, but it but it it. Ooh. I know you felt like it was longer. You felt like it needed to be longer. How are you feeling? And how did you kind of start building and recovering from all that? So here's the truth of it. I didn't really get to take time off. So on the Adote Media side, I had put certain clients on the back burner. Mm -hmm. Like I had pushed things to where it's like, hey, once I come back from this, I'll be able to. And one of those clients being Revolt, um, they needed to start right away. So I probably got maybe a week off, really. And then it was time to start on their production. And Love working with them, love that production, everything that goes into that, but I didn't get time off. So I think that's the piece. Like on the on the Black Pot Collective side, I wasn't posting anything there and I wasn't over there. But because I do so much, I I didn't it wasn't actually time off. And so that's why once that production ended and it was time to come back to Black Pot Collective. Outside of the member meetups, I didn't have anything else to give. Like it was just like, let's do these member meetups. Um, I think I sent a, maybe two or three newsletters and then I just was like, I don't want to do this. Right. Like, I don't have it in me. I just don't. Um, yeah, that's the truth of it. I just didn't have it in me. And so I had to reevaluate, like, do I even want to do this? Like, for me, Black Pot Collective could end. It can end. And I'm still in that space. Like, I'm still evaluating 
is Black Power Collective needed? Because I want to say this as clearly as possible. I did not start this for people to want to get information from me. I don't want it to be that. That's not what I have a desire. I want people to join the collective to connect with each other, not me. That's not sustainable or realistic, nor for $20 is that something I want to do, like, at all. Because I see that these, there's people who don't nearly care as much charging two, three, four, five hundred dollars and people gladly pay it. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, not to be rude to anybody else, but I deserve more. And I deserve it in a sense of there's proof behind what I do. Not just from a metaphorical standpoint, but from a standpoint of the work that I put in. There's so many people that I see that, oh, they're charging $50,000 for everything. And I'm like, what have they done? And so for me, it's this community has changed. It has turned into more of a, we want to be here to talk to Anna versus we want to be here to network and grow and learn from each other. Because I would love to get to a point to where member meetups, I don't need to be there. Right. It's a member meetup. Y'all should be able to meet up with each other. Right. And those type of things. So I'm still in a space of reevaluating. And there's also so many now, there's so many communities now. Like we were the first paid podcast community, point blank period. We were the first. And I really wish that as a community, we still like people would focus more on looking at where they can fill the gap versus looking to be in competition versus looking at what somebody else is doing and just copying it. I wish we we focus more on like, wait, if this is already being covered, let me see if I can do this piece. And so now that so many other organizations are focusing in on podcast communities, we're all doing the same thing. We were the first ones doing monthly member meetups, workshops, um, resource libraries, all of those things. Now everybody else is doing it that I'm kind of like, could I could continue doing it? Of course. But I didn't start this as a vanity metric. I didn't start this in that capacity. I started it so that that way we could fill the void. So for me, my burnout is also has led me to action. Like my burnout has led me to seeing, okay, this has changed and it's changing beyond what I, I initially wanted. So how do I reimagine how I support these people to continue? Because in four years, there's so many people who are not doing it anymore. And I have to ask myself, why is that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and burnout is, is real, especially, especially in, in the podcast industry. So like, you know, I think, I think you, you said it on, on previous episodes, just like, you know, you, you start looking at people's episode total and, you know, double digits and triple digits, you, you might want to sit there and put some respect on their name because that's, that is a lot of consistency to, to show up, to prepare for a show, edit a show and, and all in, in, you know, and put everything out, promote it. Uh, it is draining. Ask any podcaster <laughs> and they'll tell you. Especially people doing it all by themselves. Like we yeah. have to also make sure we differentiate between, an independent podcaster and those who are not because independent podcasters, it's so much that relies on just one person. And if you have a team or you have a co-host who is, has a strong suit you don't have, then you are blessed. Like mm-hmm. if somebody does audio and somebody else does the show notes and the booking, baby, you a match made in heaven. And that's just not always the case though. 
It's not. It's not. Um, I, I do like. I do like what you're saying about burnout as far as how you identified it, because even outside of podcasting, people can can relate to that in their, in their, in their lives. The, the, everyone has that, that that social group where if you become that um, that person of knowledge on on different things, or you that person that's, that's always given. Jared's always giving the best advice and, and Jared's always driving down the road to make sure everybody is there and, and you want to make sure that everyone's good and oh, got to check on the kids, got to check on mama, got to check. And when you do that, and then I, I think the, the missing piece is the demand and probably the lack, which precedes the lack of appreciation too for what you're doing. There's not a whole lot of thank yous. It's more like just hands out. You get to that point where you're just like, fuck this shit. So, so luckily you did not do that, but you did, you did, you did take a break. So, so, so talk about how you, uh, kind of rescale to, to ensure that your, your burnout didn't happen because you, you talked about it. You, you know, the, 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 the weight gain, the, the, the ball spot, you know, just, um, I, I think even listening to, uh, uh, the podcast trapper, um, episode yesterday, that's, that's available on all podcasting platforms, also on YouTube. You also talked about your health scare and in in and how you literally put your own health to the back burner um to, to to push forward with that. So all that being said, I know that it played a lot in your mind, especially you you, you know, you sit alone trying, dealing with your your health issues, dealing with all this. How did you how did you restructure to 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 bounce back? Cuz I know you you say you're still kind of working on it even now. Oh, yeah, because it's it's a daily thing, because at the end of the day, I still do want the best for this community. But honestly, I had to start recognizing, like, these people don't really care about you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just the truth of it. Um, it's I mean, if I if I boil it down, like that was my first thing that I had to recognize, because I'm a person who I would give my my last for this community. Um, but my first thing was recognizing, like. Oh. <sighs> Being a community builder, people just look at you as a source of information and they forget that you're a human being. Yeah. Um, because the same people who are so excited for the information you have to present, not one person reached out to be like, hey, are you good? How can I help? You know, um, those type of things make a difference to me. And first recognizing that this is your dream. This is nobody else's dream. So being upset with people for not showing up for you is not their fault. You know, like they didn't sign up for this. Have they benefited? 100%. Mm-hmm. But society as a whole, if I'm being honest, a lot of people show up in life with their hand out. And when they see the success I've had, they assume that I just have so much to give. Right. And that realization was like the the base point for me recognizing that it's a society mindset of everybody's waiting for somebody to come save them, mm-hmm. but nobody thinks about the person that they're reaching out to save them. Mm-hmm. And I had to first not be upset with the community because, you know, I'm a two-time cancer survivor. And in the midst of planning Black Pod Festival, they thought I may have cancer a third time. And I didn't have I didn't have the the mental capacity to deal with that. And so I ended up pushing that and kept pushing the appointment, pushing the appointment, pushing the appointment. And then finally by the time it came down to my appointment after the conference, I I had at that point needed to have full on surgery. 
And so for me, it was just like, wow, you really, you put it all on, out on the line. Like you damn near let yourself be sick and everything else. And I had to remind myself that if I am not here, all of these people's lives just go on. They're going to do a sad post and keep it pushing. That's it. So the people who are going to care are my parents, my family. So I need to make time for those people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for me, coming back from that has looked like spending time with family and friends a lot more, like so much more. Um, Taking time to do things that I enjoy. Taking days off because Adult Aid Media is a full-time job. Black Pod Collective and Black Pod Festival, full-time job. And keeping me alive is a full-time job. Like, it's just all of it is a full-time job. <laughs> right, right, right. And so I had to start recognizing that, you know what, two days a week are for Black Pod Collective, Black Pod Festival. Outside of those two days, I'm not dealing with it. Hence why I tell people, do not DM me about Black Pod Collective or Black Pod Festival stuff, because if it is not Black Pod Collective or Black Pod Festival time, I don't have to deal with that. But... I feel that could like, be edited out because that was no, 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 no. We got edited out. I mean, I, I, the tone would would infer, you know, that that you were talking about somebody in particular when you when you <laughs> made that statement. I don't was I? Look, possibly. I, I have not. We don't know. I have not DM'd you about Black Pod Collective hmm. since the last time you coached me on it. Hmm. I believe. Hmm. Yes. Yes. The last time you coached me on it, because I was asking about some information, and then you and then you were like send an email, and I never came through your DM to send you anything else about Black Pod Collective. Yep, I just just went through my memory banks. Boop. Yep. But you be DMing me as a member for information that if you were anybody else other than a member, you would not get a response to. So um, you're utilizing your privilege as a member to contact me in my DMs. Mm, mm. Mm. So I'm also very keen on my boundaries. That's another way I am working through <laughs> this burnout <laughs> is I am very big on boundaries because guess what? Black Pod Collective gets over 100 DMs. 100. Wow. My wow. DMs are flooded all the time. And so I have to become, and then mind you, I run a production agency. So mm-hmm. we have over 20 clients. So dealing with client stuff, these clients have episodes every week. So I get hundreds of emails a week. Plus the studio gets 20, about 15 to 20 bookings in a week. So that's more emails and then DMS. That's a lot of like modes of communication for one human being. Right. right. So part of like working through this, like people might look at it as in, Oh, she doesn't care or, Oh, she's arrived. And now she think, no, I'm tired. I'm burnt out. So I have to protect my peace. You are one person reaching out to me, but think about how many people reach out to me on a regular basis. Uh I post one thing about content or how to do something. And the immediate thing is how do I do that? And I used to always respond until I realized it never stopped. Uh You're not a member of my community, so you're not bothering to join and give back. Uh You're just here to take. Uh So for me, I have to protect my energy. I really do. I I have organizations I've given money to who don't show up for me. I don't put people on blast. I don't do those type of things because of the fact that, guess what? Let everybody be who they are. And you, in turn, control what you can. What I can control is how I exert my energy and how I show up for me. I've always been so focused on how I show up for this community that I realized along the way I forgot about myself. So how are you now? Yeah, there was a mic drop. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was a mic drop. You see, the gears in my head was like, hmm, ooh, shit. Like, uh, how are you, how do you feel like you're showing up for you now? I mean, but, you know, obviously you set the boundaries, um, you know, checking people like myself on communication, right? Uh, which, I, I, I'm not hating on that. I, I, cause, because on a, on a different scale, I'm understanding where you're coming from because the being the problem solver in people's lives, somebody will like, hey, I got a quick question. I, I got this for you. And I'm sitting there like, I'm, I'm fucking editing the podcast. I'm trying to put content out. I'm still working my nine to five job while I do this. Shh, don't tell them. And <laughs> at the same time, um, doing all these different things, I've, I'm, I'm literally having four conversations where I'm texting people back and forth about stuff and, and being all positive. So I, I go home, you know, or I go to bed and I just lay there. So I am not hating on, on you correcting me about about that. I I want to be I want to be a support for you. You know what I'm saying? Because I I, I do I actually do really appreciate what you do. Like no bullshit aside, I really appreciate what you do um, for us the community. Um, and like I said, it's it's the passion for me. It's always everything always starts with passion for me. And when I see passion and I and I I can hear it. You can you can you can hear it. It's it's palatable. And when I when I when I get it, I want to put forth all the effort and everything and try to make stuff happen. If if you remember, there's a lot of times where I was like, "You want me to come out of the studio and just move some stuff around or pick up some things to help you?" But and guess I was, what I'm. But guess what I'm never going to allow other people to do. Would 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 you have? What you've been doing and experiencing, so you, so they. I'm won't never going exactly. I'm never going to allow you to burn yourself out in order to help me through my burnout, and that I think has a lot to do with because I'm a person who wants to be there for community. I'm very big on, I'm more so big on other people protecting their peace and their their mental and everything else because I have a mental fortitude that is different, mm-hmm. and I know that about myself, and so I can push through a lot more things. But I think. I try to make sure people don't overdo it. Like, if you've already told me you got all these things going on and then you offering to give me help, man, baby, go sit down. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, because sometimes I want somebody to tell me that. Yeah. You know, I want yeah. I want to hear that sometimes yeah. where it's like, oh, I can help. And they're like, oh, my God, thank you so much. And it's like, oh, um, shit, when am I going to do this? <laughs> Um, you know and so I'm like dang can you you know I got a lot going on why you let me do that and so it's those type of things um but for me it's it's honestly making sure I have people in my circle who one don't need anything from me and what I mean by that is at a certain point I started having people around me who I thought were friends but were really just around because they also wanted help with their podcast Mm -hmm. and for me it's like I need a space where I don't talk about podcasting at all right and so I have friends who they're entrepreneurs as well, but we are not in the same capacity. And we can talk about the struggles of being an entrepreneur and what that looks like and creating content and all those things. That has been enriching to my soul as much as I love my friends who don't have their own businesses. They just don't understand where I'm at right now. Right. Um, so that has been enriching, having a community of other entrepreneurs to lean on. Um but making time to, if in the middle of the week I want to go get my nails done, blocking enough time in my calendar to where I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can take a whole day off and just stay in the bed, and I don't have to do anything. Um, also, being okay with when somebody asks me, are you free tomorrow? It's okay for you to say, no, you're not. Even if you don't have anything planned, I don't do same week bookings. So if you and I have not scheduled a meeting for this week, it's happening next week. Mm-hmm. 
because I have to protect that. And then my days don't start till 10, 30, 11 o'clock. So I have blocked my calendar, actually 12. I think my calendar is blocked until 12 p.m. every day. I don't take meetings on Mondays and Tuesdays, like on Mondays. Tuesdays are for calls. The studio opens on Wednesdays through Sunday. You know, like I've started putting more things in place to where I don't care about the money. I care about my peace. I care about my ability to rest. I care about my ability to make an impact with the people in my life versus I've been so big on making an impact to our podcast community that I started I didn't realize that I wasn't making an impact with the people who genuinely knew me. I hadn't been there for some of the big things in their lives because I'm so busy trying to be there for this community. And so tapping back into my friendships and the people who genuinely love me and care about me have been enriching to my spirit. Like, honestly, I've just started feeling so depleted that having people who just love me for me, they don't want anything for me. They don't need anything for me. It just feels good because sometimes it's exhausting when everybody around you, like, for a while, everybody I spent time with, I paid. Yeah. Meaning you work for me. Yeah. Or you were in my community and you were here because you wanted something for me. Right. That's exhausting. Yeah. And now I make sure I have more of a balance to where I spend more time with people who don't really need me for nothing. They just kind of like me around. I mean, you, you, you do have a pretty uh, fantastic personality. I, I can see why they kind of want you around. You know, I would hope so. You know, you know, I'm a little on the crazy side sometimes, so they say, but I don't believe it. That that just makes it spicy. You know what I mean? Like some sometimes sometimes the crazy just like you know like little, 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 little dash little of spice, little pepper. yeah, a little, a little pepper, a little um, cayenne, actually, <laughs> a little cayenne, specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you a little cayenne, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely cayenne. <laughs> Not no black pepper. Don't make me no black pepper. I like me some color. <laughs> so you, you obviously did a great job at, at establishing these boundaries, finding finding you, th- these loved ones that actually pouring into you and not taking. So you're not pouring from an empty cup. I keep hearing it over and over again from, from people in my life because uh, I'm always doing that. But um, so obviously you you have did great a great job at doing that. But how was that transition? Because for me, I'd be like, yeah, I'm about to do this. I'm about to. I don't. I can't keep doing what I'm doing. I'm burned out. I'm tired. And I and I'm like I'm about to stop doing this shit. I'm a, this is what I'm gonna do. Uh, Self care Fridays on Friday afternoons. I'm taking it off. I'm not doing anything. I'm gonna watch a Marvel movie or uh you know go for a walk in a park or something like that. And then it gets Friday afternoon, and then somebody called me with a problem. I'm like, well, I guess I can talk to them for a little bit. And then I I fall back into. Did you have any you you shaking your head like Nah, I ain't had. Once I decided, that was it. So something to know about me is I'm very much so a resolute person. Like mm-hmm. once I get to a decision, that's it. I mean, I feel like that's part partly why I've been successful mm-hmm. um, is that once I make a decision about something, that's the decision. That's what we're doing. Um, I'm very keen on boundaries. I'm also very keen on those who are meant to be in your life will understand. If you don't understand, you're just not meant to be in my life and we just keep it pushing. Like, I'm very much so of that mindset because, once again, if I die tomorrow, my parents will be devastated. The rest of y'all will go on with your lives. And that's just the truth of it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I tell myself. Because if this person really cares about you, they should understand that you are setting a hard boundary because of the fact that it is necessary for your mental health and everything else in between. And that's my thing when it comes to boundaries. Your boundaries are not supposed to be about other people 
your boundaries are supposed to be how people know how to interact with you. Right. And either they respect those boundaries and they get to stay in your life, or if they don't, that means they're just not supposed to be here. That's true. That's true. Uh, okay. You obviously have talked about the importance of a team throughout this entire conversation and you, and you have a team and, um, you know, you, you always thank the team. I, I always see in the videos, you know, you, you always talk about what a, what a great team that you have. How, how important is that team in, um, uh, preventing burnout for you, in your opinion? Mm. Mm. That is a very hard one because my team adds a different level of burnout for me. Mm. I have decision fatigue sometimes by the end of the week because it's 11 people on my team. So sometimes by the end of the week, I've had to make so many decisions that I'm exhausted. Like, I just want somebody to come decide what I wear, what I eat. I just can't think of anything else. So that's a hard one because they allow for... They allow for me to be able to do a lot more because of the fact that they're able to support and do things that I don't even have the capabilities to do. Uh-huh. But at the same token, they still require my direction, my support. Um, they require for my sign off and those type of things. And I know people are like, oh, you should just empower them to be able to do these things on their own. But guess what? It takes a lot of time. And it's my name on the, on the line. Like if something goes wrong, it is not my team member. They're not going to be like, oh, this person didn't do what they were supposed to do. They're going to be like, honest company, drop the ball. So no, I can't just hand that over. And we're still a net new company. Right. Um, so they're not there just yet. They're getting better. So we, we've definitely come leaps and bounds away. But I can say um, it's a different type of burnout. It's more so decision fatigue. You're, you're Like I have days where I'm like, please don't ask me no more questions. Y'all can wait till tomorrow. Leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I get that too. I'm, I'm at a point now sometimes where I just, Especially in regards to the eating part, like I, I, I don't want to make a decision. Chick Fil A, right, right, right here. I, I most times I'm gonna eat Chick Fil A because I can't decide. If I'm eating Chick Fil A, it's because I couldn't decide what the fuck I wanted to eat because you I'm just said, so tired. I don't want to think about what mm. to eat. Either. Uh, I know that feeling. Yeah, where you're uh, just kind of like, I don't want to think of anything. Mm-mm. Please get somebody else to do it. <laughs> get somebody else to do it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. All right. I, I I have you on here, so I, I would be remiss if I didn't have the opportunity to talk to you about your latest um, endeavor, and that is the podcast Trapper. Um, trap, trap, trapping out yeah. the window. Yeah, because you be in the podcast streets trapping. So, talk to me a little bit about uh, about that and what it, what it what brought it what brought it about. How how you feeling about it? Where the direction is going? Talk to me all about it because I know you're excited about this. And, it, and all the visuals, all the sound looks good. I've been binge listening all day, watching YouTube videos, and you know, so I'm I'm in there. I love it. Um, honestly, it came about for two different things. Um, it's actually going to be very surprising to most people once I say this. Um, this podcast was not launched because I genuinely wanted a podcast. Um, it was launched as a marketing avenue. That's strictly what it is. It's a business endeavor. Um to market what we can do as a company and Odenary Media. And it's done amazingly. We've gotten 10 clients and just from finding the content that we put out there from the podcast. So for me, it is literally an avenue to showcase the work my team does while also positioning myself as a thought leader and a expert within the industry who's able to share the behind the scenes of what goes into everything that I do. And 
yeah, that's really the truth behind it. I'm excited for it because of the fact that I've never wanted to get back on the microphone to have a podcast because I just didn't see the benefit, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's so many podcasts out there and quite frankly, what for? Um, but for it to be a marketing avenue, to me, that that served a purpose. Yeah. And so that's where it was like, you know what? I want to do this because of the fact that there's purpose behind it. I like it. I like it. Um, especially, especially the podcast cover. You know what I mean? Like, you know. I'm a a fan. I'm a fan of it. I mean, I appreciate it. Trust me when I say that. I really do because it's it's different when you're putting something together for other people. You're not really in charge of the creativity. Like you, you can give insight, but ultimately your client gets to decide. Um, And also, this is like one of what hopefully will be many of original shows coming from Adobe Media. I like that. I like that. I can't wait to see what's next. Okay, so I've kept I've kept you long enough. I know you got some other things. Well, technically, you just reminded me that we got some other things that we we got to do. I, yeah, I, I remember re- Meetup, and I would like to use the restroom before we do that. Me too. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. But before we do, I normally end the show by by doing a couple things, saying what it's about damn time for. So in regards to burnout, tell me, tell the listeners, what is it about damn time for people to start doing to avoiding burnout? It's about the time that we, as a society, stop yelling black women deserve rest, but only want black women to get rest when it doesn't interfere with your convenience. So as black people, it's about damn time that we respect people's boundaries and the way that they need to show up for themselves, even if it means that it limits your access to them. If you care for people, you care for what they do and how they help you care for how they need to step back and still support them and show up for them. Um, And it's also about damn time that the people who give you so much that you try to show up and understand them a little bit more. I like that. It's it's like you were prepared for it. See, you stay ready. You stay ready because you don't have to get ready. You know what? I need to put that on a t-shirt. I'm just saying. I need, I'm, I'm going to be walking around Black Pie Festival next year with that t-shirt. Or this year, because Black Pie Festival is coming to Atlanta, Georgia, September 30th and October 1st. And I'm super excited for it, y'all. I went and did the walkthrough for the venue today. Baby. It looks really good. It I ain't going to really tell you good. the things that's in it just yet, because we're going to drop a mixtape like it ain't nobody's business. <laughs> like, we going to do a thing. Like, we got some video content. Like, y'all don't even understand. Like, I'm just over here like, oh. Ooh, it's been a long time since I've been this excited for anything. So I'm like, ooh, look at me coming back into it. It looks really good. Like I I, I watched the stories about three or four times. Like Not okay. three or four times. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I want wanted to get the visuals, you know what I'm saying? So but And that I, was just a little sneak peek. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little a little a little, a little, a little dab, it's a little something. A little, 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 little yeah, something, something. Little, little something, something. <laughs> yeah. So I did end up watching the stories on your social media. So, you know, since we're talking about it, tell everybody where they can find you so they can follow you as well. I love how you segmented into that. Love it. See, I see you. I see you, big pimping. <laughs> um, you can follow me on all social media platforms at Anna Agogo. Um, that's on Instagram, is my most active platform. I'm also on Twitter. Apparently, I went viral today on Twitter and I'm like, ooh, baby. Um, and my website is also Anna Agogo. Agogo is O G H O G H O. Anna is O N A. Um, 
Yeah, and you can find all of my other brands once you get to my personal website, my personal Instagram, so on and so forth. Yo, simple as that. See, when you when you're dealing with a professional man, she just lays it out just like this. She makes it happen. See, hardest working woman in the industry, and I had the opportunity to sit there and talk with her. So I'm gonna use the bathroom so we can talk again later. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me on. It's about damn time. Thank you so much for having me. I hope I could get to come back again. This was fun. Open invitation anytime you want. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, he made me use the scheduling link and everything, y'all. So I don't know about that, but whatever. I'm just trying to be professional like you, girl.